Today we cover celebrities, admiration, and broken political promises in this special first episode of The Matt Leary Show. Hello everyone, I'm Matthew Leary Jr. and thank you for tuning in. If you are here from the Free Will Podcast, hello again. And if you are new, welcome in and thank you for clicking on the podcast. For those that don't know me, I am also co-host of the Free Will Podcast with Ben Good in which we discuss the weekly news and political stories. This is going to be something similar to that with my own twist on it, but we do have a few stories to cover, so let's get right into it. Our first story is Angelina Jolie considering a possible career in politics. In an interview on BBC Radio 4's, Angelina Jolie insinuated that she could be interested in a career in politics and maybe even a run for president. She said, quote, I am a patriot. I'm proud to be American. But I am an internationalist, and I love and value equally other countries and peoples. Okay, so let's talk about this. So my issue doesn't lie with her wanting to be a politician after a celebrity career. I mean, we've had plenty of politicians that, like President Reagan or even governors like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Jesse Ventura, that wrestler. My problem lies more with her statement. Saying that she is an internationalist and, quote, loves other countries and people equally to America... Those are telltale signs to steer clear from such a politician. The American people hate it as much as I do as well. After that leak in 2016 that Clinton admitted to being a globalist, it killed her in approval polls. Or let's talk about the simple fact that American people should never elect a politician, especially a president, that does not value the American people more than every other country and every other people's. Because if they do not care or love us more than anybody else, How could they possibly govern with our best interests at heart? And that is my final thought on the subject. Our next subject is Obama's, Clinton's, and Trump's are the most admired Americans, according to a new poll. So according to the yearly poll done by Gallup, Michelle Obama is America's most admired woman, with Hillary Clinton in second place. And Barack Obama is America's most admired man, with Donald Trump coming in second place. In my opinion... The fact that any of these people are widely admired boggles my mind to infinity. Regardless of political affiliation, too, I may be conservative, but the fact that Donald Trump is the second most admired man in America is extremely worrisome. Just as worrisome as Barack Obama being the most admired. These people should not be worshipped. They're bureaucrats that we elect to do work of the people, and they look down upon us in every sense of the word for lack of education, lack of money, and lack of everything. These are sleazy people. Most politicians are sleazy people. They spend their careers lying and pandering in order to achieve wealth and power. It is how the Obamas became millionaires by serving in the White House. And as for Trump, I may support some of his policies and I may have supported him in the run of 2016, but he is a bad dude in terms of character. Same for Hillary Clinton. If I were to leave any advice to you guys, it would be not to worship the ideologues that you elect. It is the same as hiring anyone else to do work. This is the equivalent as the dude who makes your coffee being your idol. Be happy they do a good job, but leave it out of the culture because that is not important and it doesn't belong there. Find brilliant authors, entrepreneurs, and musicians to idolize. Think for yourself. And that is my final thought on the subject. Okay, I'm gonna play a clip really quickly. The American people are fundamentally pro-legal immigration and anti-illegal immigration. Illegal immigration is wrong plain and simple when we use phrases like undocumented workers we convey a message to the american people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration 
which the American people overwhelmingly oppose. If you don't think it's illegal, you're not going to say it. I think it is illegal and wrong, and we have to change it. Above all else, the American people want their government to be serious about protecting the public, enforcing the rule of law, and creating a rational system of legal immigration that will proactively fit our needs rather than reactively responding to future waves of illegal immigration. People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should not be treated the same as people who entered the U.S. legally. The American people will never accept immigration reform unless they truly believe that their government is committed to ending future illegal immigration. And any successful comprehensive immigration reform bill must recognize this fact. Any immigration solution must recognize that we must do as much as we can to gain control of our borders as soon as possible. But we also need to set the record straight. The American people need to know that because of our efforts in Congress, our border is far more secure today than it was when we began debating comprehensive reform in 2005. Between 2005 and 2009, a vast amount of progress has been made on our borders and ports of entry. The progress includes 9,000 new Border Patrol field, aid, field agents in the last four years, construction of a 630-mile border fence, or 630 miles of border fence, that create a significant barrier to illegal immigration on our southern land border. The time has come to end the divisive rhetoric about our border. So... For people who do not know, that was Democrat Chuck Schumer. All I have to say is, wow. Does that sound like liberal people's champion Chuck Schumer to you? Didn't think so. Maybe more like a Mitch McConnell or maybe even a Donald Trump. Funny part is, I agree with literally everything that Chuck, Sh oh, I apologize. Chuck Schumer said here in this almost decade-old clip. This was from 2009. And it shows just how far that the left has gone astray. Then 2009, just 10 years ago, this was acceptable for any politician on any side of the aisle to say. But there was a big change in the left. A change that leads Democrats to become over-encumbered by power. Because at the end of the day, politicians want money and power, and that is final. And the Democrats soon after found out that 95% of illegal aliens that come to America vote for them. For the promise of more centralized government and taxpayer dollar-backed benefit programs. Once the left realized this, they weren't so anti-illegal immigration anymore. This is just another example of empty statements and broken promises made by the American left over at minimum the last decade. Their leaders in power are constantly shifting, evolving, and migrating further left by the election cycle. And my final piece of advice on this topic would be to never ever trust them. Politics isn't about voting for who you can trust the most. It is about who you can distrust the least. And I will take that belief with me to the grave. That is my final thought on this. Okay, our next topic is Nancy Pelosi to form a select committee for the, quote, climate crisis. So Nancy Pelosi announced on Friday that she will be forming a select committee for the supposed global climate crisis happening. And she has began to form that committee with selecting Congresswoman Kathy Castor to be chair of this new committee. I always find it rich that Democrats take such an innocent thing, such as literally described the change of climate, and turn it into this boogeyman of a 
climate crisis and quote-unquote extreme global warming. And it looks like I am going to have to cite some research and sources that disprove Democrat global warming and climate change. So let's start with this. According to former director of the Climate Research Unit of the University of East Anglia, Phil Jones, the Earth's average global temperature has been near flat for the last 20 or so years, jumping a degrees or two or even down a degrees or two every few years. It's always fluctuating. The global temperature has been essentially the exact same since Al Gore feared we'd be swimming in a decade. Second, new evidence is always coming out for and against global warming and climate change, changing the mind of scientists everywhere. A perfect example of this is if you were alive in the 70s, you probably know that all the scientists who cry about global warming now were petrified of the impending and fast-coming global cooling. And no, that is not a joke. They thought we would be hit with another ice age until evidence presented otherwise. Earth is too dynamic to be able to accurately monitor the near futures of a planet that's billions of years old. And as of today, over 31,000 scientists have signed on to a petition saying humans aren't causing global warming if it is happening. And finally, according to the European Space Agency, an EU-ran satellite agency, Arctic ice is up 50% since 2012. Another attestment to the fact that despite what ruling class Democrats believe, the Earth is in fact not melting or drastically changing. I have a few thoughts on this. Firstly, everything I just discussed clearly shows the extreme over-exaggeration of the global warming by Pelosi, even if you believe there is a little bit going on. Second, this along even more on the common theme today, to not trust anything these people say or do at first glance. At the end of the day, you elected them, so you have the right to hold them accountable and be skeptical of what they do. We will be better off for it. And finally, I want to clarify that I do acknowledge the fact that climate is constantly changing and Earth's overall temperature is getting warmer. But that is a cycle of the planet. The sun is aging, and we doctor the planet in ways it couldn't imagine up until a few hundred years ago. But with that being said, can we please get off of our high horses and stop acting like we know anything notable about the Earth and its functions? We have been monitoring the Earth's weather and climate for only about a hundred years at most. To say that we know anything major impending about the climate of a planet that is billions of years old is both pompous and annoying. That is my final thought on this subject. So that will wrap up the first episode here. I appreciate everyone for tuning in and hope you guys continue to. I have big plans for the show as well as the Free Will Podcast. I will be having one-on-one interviews here, having episodes on history and ideologies, and as always covering the news like we did here today. Even though this was short, they will be longer in the future. So before we end it, I will leave you with today's quote of the day. As said by John Wooden, Talent is God-given. Be humble. Fame is man-given. Be grateful. But conceit is self-given. Be careful. Wise words from a wise man. This is Matthew Leary Jr., and thanks for listening. I will see you next time.